Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to Hot and Rich, a show about celebrities. I'm your host, Kate Raft. It's Friday, January 29th, 2020. Okay, that's Jack, our co-host, slash my husband. That was kind of festive. I just thought it'd be a little bit of fun. You know, I'm kind of doing the and I'm Jack thing a little bit. Why not? Why not? It's kind of my new thing at the top of the show. I like to go, and I'm Jack. Okay, cool, dude. Something like that a little bit. I support it. Why not? Something like that. Why the F not? Why the F not? How are you doing today, Kate? I am. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. You know, it was a busy week. Yeah. Uh, it was busy sure for me. Sure was. A little busy. That's true. Are you glad to be here on Hot and Rich? Oh, I'm so. This is like, this is what it's all for, baby. Working all all week just to be with you, my close and dear personal friends who are listening to this podcast or watching live on Twitch or watching not live on YouTube. You know, I, I live for you. I live for the applause. I live for the applause. I live for the applause, applause. Live for the applause, applause. Live for the way that you cheer and scream for me. Applause, applause, applause. You know? Applause, applause, applause. I do want to say shout out to the chat. Thanks for tuning in live. We do do the show every Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific on on twitch.tv slash hot and rich. We do it every Friday. And, um, you know, I'm a little late today. I, I work work ran late, so I started the show at, you know, it's, it's what? It's 7.40 now. But if you're listening to the podcast, that doesn't matter. Yeah. You don't care. But the chat cares, and I want to shout out the chat. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Lord Goo Goo, Lil Ring Donkey, Technodrome, Lil Poopy C is here, Ben Grimm 13 is here, you know, all my friends, Topo Chica, Cool Hand Sean, Okay, but okay. I just, weird adult, I love you all, and I just wanted to say, hey. Because if you're, hey. Tuning, in, if you're tuning in live, you should get a shout out, right? Right? That's the fun of tuning in live. That's what I think, too. And if you want to support the show, you can always subscribe here to the Twitch channel, even if you don't want to watch live. God, I'm doing so many housekeeping things. You're doing a lot of housekeeping today. Another housekeeping thing for listening to the podcast of the show and you want a visual aid. If you, if I'm talking about a picture and you want to see what the picture is, I will do my best to describe it for you. But if I forget, you can always click the YouTube link in the show notes. It'll take you to the episode on YouTube. You can match the time codes. They're exactly synced up. It's Man. very easy. Great wow. viewing experience here on Hot and Rich. And if you like that viewing experience, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. You know, all this stuff is not very uh, 2008 of you, Kate. Huh? You know, all this stuff that you're doing at the top of the show is not very 2008. What's 2008? Well, you know, it was the mortgage crisis. People didn't really do much housekeeping. They did a lot more house losing. Okay. Happy Horny Friday, everybody. <laughs> Happy Horny Friday. I am having a Horny Friday beverage. I'm having some red vino from the central coast of California in honor of my wedding anniversary, which was this week. Mm-hmm. So cheers to you all. Guess who made a, a lobster 
and a dry-aged steak for our wonderful anniversary. Jack cooked us an amazing meal. Truly incredible. Lord Gugu in the chat says, Kate, fire Jack from the show, please. Why? Because I made one super funny joke? Because I made one funny joke that everybody liked. Everybody and a lot knows. of people did a lot of people did like it. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't funny. But I'll stay married to you. We got married at the Madonna Inn three years ago on January twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. We celebrated this week, Jack, and I killed a lobster. Mm hmm And it was terrifying. It was pretty scary. It was like actually the scariest thing that's ever happened to anyone. Hey, sounds, you know, I, I couldn't agree more, to be honest with you. What was it like for you, Jack? I could not agree more. You know what? Jack is like on a tweet storm right now. No, I'm not. He's been tweeting I, I, like. I, have not, I haven't tweeted since the start of this show. But right before the show, he was like tweeting like uh, all his Hollywood secrets. Hollywood secrets. And I'm like, okay, do it. Do what you got to do. Jack tweets what he has to tweet. I think he should delete all the tweets and try to get a book deal because that's just too good to give away for free. That's just too good to give away for free. Confessions of a former TV writer. You should sell that book. Uh, I'll ghostwrite it. Who wants that bullshit? Just do it for free on Twitter. Who cares? I guess no one cares, really. Um, I mean, do you want to talk about our anniversary, or are you bored? Oh is it yeah, boring? no, I had a wonderful three-year anniversary. I love my wife very much. Um, and guess what? What she loves her husband. I do. I love Jack. We read our vows. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, I, I like to do that. I like to re-redo, re-up the. I, we do a vow renewal every year. Really. I was very happy to reread my vows actually because there was a very specific point in one of them that uh, it was very interesting to see, um, you know, exactly how I vowed it. Yeah, Jack had a vow in in his wedding vows. It's kind of a joke vow. It was a joke vow, but so this year I I started watching Star Wars Rebels and Mandalorian, and I was like, you know what, I st I kind of like Star Wars Rebels and Mandalorian, and Kate was like, didn't you vow in our vows? that so long uh, as Disney owned Star Wars, there'd never be a good Disney Star Wars. And I was like, shit, is that in my vow? He or did. Whatever? He vowed that. Now, when we pulled out the vows, I actually said there would never be a good Star Wars movie so long as Disney owned Star Wars. And that vow stays true to this day. I read the official vow written on the paper. It said movie. It literally said movie. Yep. So vow unbroken. Boring. Who cares? I don't have anything else to say. Oh, it's a virtual Sundance right now. Did you know that, Jack? It's like the Sundance Film Festival is like oh, happening really? virtually. How are they even doing it? Is it all on Zoom? Yeah, they're probably um, uh, asking, doing awkward Q&As on Zoom where people ask questions that are really comments. Who's, like, invited to the Zoom? Like, who's uh, watching me, it? me, but I didn't feel like it. Is anyone going to actually go and, like, watch it on Zoom? 
I feel like people only go see the movies so that they can go to the parties after. Right? Yeah. Did you just joke that you were invited? Yeah. You would never be invited. You so sure about that? Your Hollywood's you're like a your Hollywood's like I'm Hollywood's number one enemy. Number one enemy, man. <laughs> you're like this is you. Welcome to this toilet called Tinseltown, folks. Isn't that right? That's you. Um Isn't that right? Okay, should we just get into the news? Like I feel like I don't have anything interesting to say. I've just like really worked like a lot this week and I'm like Let's have a horny Friday beverage. Let's talk about celebrities. Let's relax, okay? I don't want to talk about me. Update with me is I haven't done laundry in so long. Oh, you know how I know she hasn't done laundry in a bit? Because I've left mine in the dryer since Sunday. Yeah, I haven't done my laundry, and it's just a huge mountain of dirty clothes in my closet that I just, like, shoved in my closet. And it's disgusting. And, you know, I guess that's what I'll be doing tonight is watching... My favorite show on Nat Geo Wild. Shout out to Life Below Zero Point Protection. Ow. Best show on TV. Ow. Best show on TV. Ow. Best show on TV. And I'm going to eat an edible and I'm going to do my laundry. Topo Chico wants to know how the dishes are going. Guess what? Excellently. Yeah, Jack's a pretty good we house husband. We have not fucked around with the dishes and the dishes are staying clean as a motherfucker. Jack's a very good house husband. He went to the farmer's market for me. Check. He got me flowers. Check. He cooks. He cleans. I do it all, baby. He's doing great. And we have to celebrate Jack for that. That's called support. Cheers to you, Jack. That's right. Cheers. All right. Now do my laundry. Fuck <laughs> that. Please. No, you know that's God. something about that's one thing I about me and Jack. It, but I'll put it through the I'll put it through the dryer. That's one thing we don't do is each other's laundry. We've never done it, really. It's not our lifestyle. We never combine loads. No, no. Well, sometimes your bullshit gets in my load. Because yeah, you put stuff in, you'll put stuff in the wash and then be like, My stuff's in there. Go ahead and just throw your stuff on top of it. <laughs> This is so fucking boring. God, I'm like literally like <laughs> so boring. <laughs> oh, this was fun. Uh, paint dried this week. Are there you mocking me? No, I was just saying that paint, there was paint that was wet and it's like over time it became dry. All right, let's just get into the topics. You know, it's kind of a mishmash of real topics and hot seconds. I'm, I'm not, I didn't, just like I didn't have time to do my laundry. I didn't have time to separate the piles of topics today so we're just gonna do them all together we're gonna do a load of celebrity laundry right now okay guess what this is sad this first topic it's sad elliot page is getting divorced from his wife emma portner and it you know i don't like to see this i want elliot page to be happy and, you know, perhaps Elliot would be happier post-divorce. I hope I mean, you know, when you when someone comes out and and they embrace themselves and like the way that Elliot has, you want the wife to be supportive. But also it's like, I don't know these people. Yeah, maybe Elliot didn't want to be with the wife anymore. Maybe Elliot was like over it. Maybe he was like. Fuck you, Emma. 
Portner. You know, Elliot, he's single, ready to mingle. I mean, yeah. I guess it could be good a good thing. It could be a good thing. I feel very close I feel very close to Elliot Page for some reason. I feel very like emotionally connected to Elliot. I feel like we have the same face, kind of. So that really like bonds us. You know? Me, yeah. Elliot, and Justin Bieber, we all have the same face. One face. Three me and people. my boy. Me and my boys. I call Elliot and Justin my boys because we all have the same face. So we're kind of almost related if you think about it. We're almost related. Hell yeah. 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 Next topic. <laughs> we have to talk about. Demi Moore has um has done a fashion show for Fendi in Paris, which I'm like, first of all, what? Pandemic? Okay. Sure. Whatever. At this point, whatever, I guess. Maybe they all got vaccinated. Anyway, so she did this uh, runway at the Paris Fashion Week for Fendi, and people were like, wait, what's going on with her face? Like, Listen, I don't, I'm very, pro, I'm, I'm very pro plastic surgery. I'm very pro fillers, pro Botox. Get it, girl. Aging is tough in Hollywood and I don't fault anyone for doing whatever work they want to do. But I don't think, I think she's obviously gotten some fillers, obviously, because like who hasn't. But I think this, this weird face is, I think, mostly the product of like weird makeup. And co- weird contouring. What do you think? How do you, how would you describe this for the podcast listeners? Like, it looks like her cheeks are like. What aliens. it looks like? It looks like like if you're sucking in your cheeks into your. Um, it looks like she sucked in her cheeks and then accidentally swallowed. Yeah, right. It's odd. I think she got like a really intense contour, and then it. I think she's like pursing her lips weird. I don't think this is like really what she looks like. Especially because she, like, Instagrammed herself after the show, after the fashion show, and she, like, looks completely normal. So, I don't know what's going on. I, like, I like it. She she looks like a weird, kind of, like, intense alien, and honestly, I'm here for it. It's actually kind of, you know what it actually is? It's kind of a puppet look. It kind of looks looks like her. It looks looks like her lower jaw is like a separate. It's separated for the for the puppets puppeteer's hand to be able to to use it. Yes, she looks like she's like got like the you know how like the black Dahlia they like cut her like a smile into her face. Yeah, she looks like that kind of. Jokerfied. Jokerfied. I don't hate it. Even if this was how she always looked, I'd be like, okay, it's kind of cool. It's not like a human face but it's like cool looking and she's still hot but you know Demi Moore can do honestly whatever she wants right like she's been through a lot she's stunning she's a Hollywood legend like whatever you can like anyone's allowed to get weird plastic surgery I'm fine with it what I don't like is when like this kind of article comes out and like the comments are just and tweets are just filled with people being like, no, don't like ruin your face. Oh my God, you ruined your face. Oh, you ruined your, I'm like, let people ruin their faces. 
This is my new cause. Let people ruin their faces. It's our choice to ruin our faces. Okay? Let people do whatever they want to their faces, even if it's ruin us. Let people ruin their faces. Jack, would you ever get fillers, injectables? Hmm. Also, like, here's yeah. the thing. Like, everyone's I love, like, I love having fillers every day. Fillers of my belly. So food. food. I think people don't realize that fillers only last like six months tops. When they say stuff like that. It's like, who cares? If you get bad fillers, it's going to be gone in six months. Who cares? It's amazing to ruin your face, especially when it only lasts for six months. All right. The weekend. His nickname is Diapers. Is this real or is he trolling us? What the hell? That's my nickname. <laughs> well, you really did wear diapers. Once. What the hell? Jack really did wear diapers once because he had diarrhea, but he had to go on tour and I made him wear a diaper on the plane. Well, what if I what if I do do myself on the plane? That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what I was saying. Anyway, he gave some interview <laughs> with um, Billboard, and he was like, he said that his entourage calls him diapers. He said, "quote They call me diapers because they always change my mind." Lamar keeps me on track. For example. With music videos and keeping a consistent body of visual work. I have also have a knack to be like, I want to do something else. I want to look different. I want to drop more music. And, and they're there to be like, let's just keep this focus. End quote. Anyway, what he's saying is his team calls him diapers because I guess he changes his mind as often as a baby changes their diapers. So, Or maybe they call him that because he's full of shit. I'm not saying that. I'm just guessing. Maybe they call him that because he can take shit and make it smell like roses. Do diapers do that, Jack? Diapers hold back the poo-poo smell. Okay. It's interesting. Diapers hold back the poo-poo smell. Both could be true. Both could be true. Anyway, I photo. I, I I mean, this isn't Photoshop, but look look at this beautiful image I created. It's a picture of the weekend <laughs> with diaper eyes. The weekend. <laughs> the weekend. How do you say it? The weekend, right? Because he doesn't have an. It's not spelled weekend. It's I'm spelled gonna stop talking. Every time I make any kind of joke, everyone's like, "Oof, oof, oof." Oh my god. Oof. Well, you're pretty corny. If we're being honest. That's more stuff you'll find in a diaper. Oh, Oof. God. Oof. No, we love Oof. you, Jack. You're doing great, Oof. Jack. Oh, my God. I love this. This next story I fucking love. I Oof. fucking love this. The Pen15 gals are pregnant at the same time. What? Oof. They're freaking pregnant at the same time. Anna Conkle and Maya Erskine are both, they've revealed that they're both pregnant. Lit 
literally at the same time, and as we all know, they are best friends. And I'm talking about, of course, the stars and creators of Pen15, one of the best Now, that's what I call shows. syncing up your cycles. What? Now, that's what I call syncing up your cycles. Kind of syncing up your lack of cycles. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's also syncing up your cycles if you yeah. don't have one, too. Well, when they give birth or if they give birth at the same time, which, God, I hope they do. I got another oof for that one. Well, whatever, Jack. I love that show so much. It's so good. Fifteen. I pray that they give birth on the exact same day so that their daughters are the same age. I don't know. They're best friends in real life. This is the dream. This is the dream. I don't think I have a single... Fr- my I dream think- is to be in a Star Wars in the actual world of Star Wars, not in a movie of it, but I would to live in the world of Star Wars. That's my dream. I don't think I have a single friend who like even wants children. <laughs> like I don't think this is gonna happen for me. <laughs> I don't think this is gonna happen for me. So I have to enjoy it when it happens for someone else. And yeah, I am ignoring Jack's weird Star Wars joke. What the fuck? Oof. Oof. What the fuck? Oof. Oof. Okay. I mean, let's move on. This might be a short show. Oof. Now that's a oof. real oof. oof. Um, Ella Emhoff. Ella freaking Emhoff. Oh, I, I'm an Emhoff. I'm an Emhoff freak. I love the Emhoffs. Every Emhoff. <laughs> I just like <laughs> Ella Emhoff. Ella Emhoff. Ella freaking Emhoff. You know, everybody knows I'm not like the biggest Kamala stan or anything. I, I am personally a big Douglas Emhoff stan. But Jack is I, a I'm big... A, I'm a huge fan of the second gentleman of the United States. I love our entertainment lawyer second gentleman wearing very nice clothing and kind of walking around um, like a farm. I mean, that kind of shit just fucking inspires me. I love to watch, like, Cole Sprouse's former entertainment lawyer walking around, a, um, walking around a, a farm and being like, how does this stuff work? Listen... Ella Emhoff is Kamala Harris's stepdaughter. She went viral at the inauguration because she wore a Mew Mew coat that was like embellished with some kind of stones. And, you know, people found her Instagram. They were like, oh, my God, she's like so like weird because she's like, you know, she's like a Parsons girl. She's got hairy armpits. She's very, you know, very thin and. Um, you know that weird art school girl look. Oh, I can't wait to to see what what she has in store with her modeling career. I mean, so you know, she, you know what so, I think. Well, honestly, so here's the thing: she's been. I didn't even say it yet. She's been signed by IMG Models, and I, listen, she's very like hot and thin, and looks like a classic model. I, listen, so, I I think this is cool and I think it's worth celebrating the same way it would have been if Tiffany Trump got a modeling deal when Trump was president. I don't think it's worth celebrating. It's weird like nepotism shit and this is our whole industry is like they want models like Gigi we Hadid that we, and We would have thought it was Jenner cool if Tiffany got if Tiffany got a modeling contract because Trump was president. 
We all would have thought that was so cool. And we would have been like, that's hell yeah, that's that rocks. Right? Wouldn't we? No. You but we're not think, saying that about LM. You don't think you don't you don't think that liberal media would have been excited over, you know, a girl boss like Tiffany Trump, you know, doing modeling. First of all, Ivanka did like that many fashion weeks. Like she was a model. That was pre Trump being president, but like she was a model. You know, yeah, <laughs> the discourse I can't do. I'm fucking tired. All I have to say is that, you know, of course Emma, Ella Emhoff didn't, like, earn being a model, but, like, literally, like, all the famous models now are, like, just, like, the daughters and sons of, like, celebrities. So why is this any different? It's not. It's nepotism. It's all nepotism. And she's, like looks modely enough to do it you know what i mean like you just have to look modely enough and have like the right parents and then you're set that's all it takes every once in a while i swear to god and i you know it just feels like something needs to be done to the rich i don't know bleep bleep back in my day you used to have to be vetted by tyra banks to be a supermodel Back in my Tyra, day, Tyra Banks. Here's the thing that I really respect about Tyra Banks is she knows what it's like to be an obese person. She put <laughs> herself in our shoes for an entire day, and so I really respect that a lot. Okay, listen. Say what you will about Tyra Banks. Did she do a lot of problematic social experiments on the Tyra Banks talk show? Of course, she did. She but, knows what it's like for us. But it was iconic to, to every time she a- did it. But. It, it, as problematic as it was, it was iconic every time she did it, and you can't deny it. Truly an unhinged, amazing person. <laughs> Tyra Banks, unhinged, and we yeah. love it. I'm so excited for the co- for COVID to be over so I can go to the model land in-person installation that she's making based on her YA series. I'm sorry? You don't know she has a series of YA books called like Adventures in Model Land about like a fictional universe of models. Oh dear God! It's like science fiction. Are you serious? She's written a science fiction series. I think it's science fiction. I know it's like YA. I, yeah, like she's talented. That Tyra. I just wish I could see Ella Emhoff like go through the ANTM ringer. You know, I'd like to see her get the makeover. I'd like to see her she- cry. I'm sorry, but she literally does have a novel called Novel Land. Model Model, model Land. Land. Are you Googling it right now? 2011, yeah. Yeah, it's no one, real. No one gets in without getting asked. And with her untamable hair, large forehead, and gawky body, Tookie de la Creme isn't, ex- isn't expecting an invitation. Model Land, the exclusive mater- mysterious place on top of the mountain, never dares to make an appearance in her dreams. But someone has plans for Tookie. Before she can blink her mismatched eyes, Tookie finds herself in the place every girl in the world obsesses about, and three unlikely girls have joined her. Only seven extraordinary young women become intoxabellas every year. Famous. Worshipped. Magical. What what happens to those who don't make it? Well, no one really speaks of that. Some things are better left unsaid. 
thrown into a world where she doesn't seem to belong. Tookie glimpses a, a glimpse of a glimpses a future that could be hers if she if she survives the beastly catwalk corridor and the terrifying thigh high boot camp. Along the way, thigh high boot camp. Along the way, she learns all about friendship, courage, laughter, and what it feels like to believe to start to believe in yourself. When you enter the fantastical world of Model Land, you'll see that Tookie was inspired by Tyra's life as a supermodel. All these crazy, all those crazy and wild adventures Tookie has with her friends, some of them were ripped straight from the headlines of Tyra's life. Tyra knows all about beauty and fashion and fierceness, and she shares everything here in Model Land. It's fun, zany, and 100 bazillion percent Tyra. You don't want to miss Tyra's amazing new novel. And here's the thing about Model Land. You know Tyra wrote all of it. Like, <laughs> like she did not use a ghostwriter. So you I, know it's going to be, like, crazy. We should read it. Yeah. Melschev in the chat says, Hot and Rich Book Club, when? Yeah, and I'm like, Melody. maybe we should read Model Land. Truly, Kate, I think that your Hot and Rich Book Club would be so much more popular than the book club we did on uh, the morning show. I know. want to read this stuff. If you're like, okay, everyone, we're going to read Rob Lowe's, you know, fucking Listen, book. Listen, I know he- Rob Lowe is, like, problematic or whatever, but he... I fucking love his memoirs. It's like one of my favorite celebrity memoirs. Anyway, we might read Model Land. Like, I kind of want to now, you know, maybe in honor of uh, our new, (laughs) our newest top model, Ella Emhoff, (laughs) will read Model Land. (laughs) Oh my God, Nate K in the chat just said, it's 576 pages. Tyra for sure wrote it. Yeah. You, I know in my soul that Ty wrote it. And here's the thing, like, before COVID hit, she was, like, putting the final touches on Model Land. Like, it was going to be, like, a Sleep No More-esque interactive theater, like, Museum of Ice Cream-esque experience. She was making a real Model Land for all of us to go to, and then it got shut down. Okay. It's almost the anniversary of when Model Land got shut down. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm reading about this book, Model Land. What? Okay, what's in a name? You've never seen a book with names like these. We've got our main character, Tookie de la Creme. We've got her father, Chris de la Creme. We've got Tookie's mom, Creamy de la Creme, which is a hilarious name until you find out her full maiden name, Cremalada Diffacake. Cremalata defecake. There's a Thelophius Lovelaces, a Zarpessa Zaria No. There's not a Joe or Matt in sight, although there is a man named Guru Matt Joe. There's even a magical black man named Wingtip. Tyra wrote this book. But the ultimate layer taker of cake has to be C I Tilde Tilde L. Yes. That's a tilde. The wavy dash thing that's near the upper middle left of your keyboard usually appears above another letter, but here, screw it. It's right in the middle of a name. Iconic. Literally iconic. Your fave could never. Tyra forever. Who else has the balls to put a tilde in the middle of a fucking name? 
You might be wondering the correct pronunciation of the name. Well, about 90% of the way through the book, after you struggled over it for hours, or maybe you did like me, gave up and called her Seal, uh, just when you've reached the home stretch, CL's mom drops the knowledge on us that it's CL. The explanation? Because when mama saw baby CL, she could see love, and therefore named her daughter a shortened version of Sea Love. That is fucking beautiful. I'm actually going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry. That's beautiful. This is going to be a good book. Okay, we're doing a book club. I don't know how. I don't know when. But, like, everybody start reading Model Land. Oh, my God. Maybe we'll do, like, a Discord thing. I don't know. we got to figure it out. But I want to read this book now. Okay. Can I tell you the, another part of the book? I'm what? sorry. Okay. In a slew of crazy things, one of the early events that caught my eye was in the way that Tookie's father, Chris, lost his eye. Uh, Chris was once known professionally as Chris Creme Crobat because of his great acrobatics. Sort of like blah, blah, blah. Um, but Chris's acrobatic days are long gone due to a tragic accident. Flashback. Chris is doing a high wire thing up in the air, suspended over a circus ring, which is encircled by swords, swords just up to the tension. During a crucial part of Chris's performance, Creamy, Tookie's mom and Chris's wife, takes out her makeup mirror to do a little touch-up. She accidentally flashes light right in Chris's eye, and he falls from whatever the hell he's on. Now, you might think this is the fall is where Chris lost his eye. Just wait. The crowd gasps, and just when we think we're going to get a new Robin out of the deal, Chris lands on his back, does some sort of tumbling maneuver, and lands on his feet perfectly fine. The crowd goes apeshit, and Chris runs around the ring, bowing like crazy, bowing deep and hard, until he bows into the wrong spot and skewers his eye on one of the aforementioned swords, <laughs> lining the circus ring. <laughs> anyway. She keeps you on your toes, that Tyra. <laughs> Honestly, like, I hope Tyra calls up Ella Emhoff to give her a few modeling pointers. I really do. That is very funny. I really do. Okay, we have to move on. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was can, I have one, can I have one more? Okay, fine. What coming of age story would be complete without a visit from Aunt Flo? Whatever. Periods. When the girls arrive at Model Land, their periods all sync up instantly, and they find theirself, themselves bleeding on day two. <laughs> Now, Tyra is very careful to point out that periods can sync up after women spend a significant amount of time together, but the magic of Model Land allows for all girls to immediately be on the same schedule. This is stated twice in a few pages, very clearly. <laughs> art. Hi, art. I was reading this thinking, hey, I get it. These girls are becoming women. This is a big moment. And what an interesting idea to juxtapose something far-fetched like Model Land with something grounded like menstruation. And then a magic statue comes to life and tells all the girls that think to Model Land magic, they'll never have periods again, but will be able to reproduce. <laughs> this happens. What? This happens all of an hour after Tookie's first period starts. Oh, um <laughs> I mean, it's so much. It's truly really so much. Oh, oh no! <laughs> You—that's how you know Tyra wrote it. I mean, it is funny that she's like, when I became a model, it's so weird. I stopped having my period when I started starving myself, like twenty-four-seven. I stopped having my period, but it was good. 
Yeah, I mean, she she's working through something in that. You know, that's true art. That's true. That is true. Ugh, I love it. Okay, uh, we're going to do it. Fuck it. Jack and I will both read Model End. Wait a second. You just volunteered me, but I actually I do want to read it. To be I honest. think you want to read it. It sounds insane, and I do want to believe it. You are the it. one who's like been talking about it this I, whole time. I want to read it. I'm reading all this shit. I We're reading it. it. Maybe we'll get the audiobook. I bet she reads At it. At one point, our hero, Tookie, has to go to the hospital, which is called the Drama Trauma Center. The Drama Trauma Center is what they call the hospital in Model Land. Yeah. Okay, we we're, meet all, a, we're we, all reading it because we're going to do a hot and rich field trip to the actual installation of Model Land as soon as COVID's over. We meet a purse, which what which is what nurses are called in Model Land for no reason, who has a giant pair of scissors on top of her head, which are an organic extension of her body. Insane. The doctor rolls up, and I mean that literally because she has roller skates instead of feet. All doctors here at Model Land have them. Model Land was a blessing for my kind because the powers that be at Model Land recognized that skates for feet would be good for would be put to good use in emergency medical situations. They figured we would get from one patient to the next with speed and ease. So they trained us all, and here I am. They take good care of us. My daughter, Kamina March, she's about your age. She's just like her mama, got roller skates for feet too. She wouldn't have a chance in life without this place. She's got a med- she's she's in medical school medical school right now. So in Model Land, <laughs> there are people that are born with deformities like <laughs> And the deformi- those deformities are skates for feet. And those people get to be doctors and purses, which is what you call a nurse in Model Land. And the, the, do- the doctor also says, Model Land isn't just what you see when you go from class to class. There is a whole underground world here. Parts of it are still a mystery to even me, and I was born here. And then you never see the underground ever in the story. Wow. Powerful. Fucking powerful. Jack, we're doing it. We're all going to read Model Land. I'm sorry for going on that tangent, but I'm also not sorry. Because, wow, Jack, thank you. Thank you for your th- that. That was in... I mean, I never have heard anything like that. I'm sorry. I whatever. Okay, go ahead. Are you? You want more? I'm reading more. I'm reading so much. <laughs> really? Give us one more. Give us one more. Hold on a second. Give us one more model and tidbit. I'm trying. I'm trying to quickly read them to see. Uh, uh... <laughs> um. Give us just one more. Well, this person does say Tyra totally wrote this, which is like what you, you know, were claiming as well. Uh, a rampaging monster is defeated by the power of dance. Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, we got to move on. We have to move on. We cannot make this entire episode about Jack reading an article about Tyra Banks's book, Model Land. Is it one book or is it a series of books? I don't know. Okay, well, we're all going to read it. Bravo. A boy who is in Bestosterone, the male equivalent of Model Land, is involved in a lot of great stories. Uh, But the best story is Bravo's tale of woe. When Bravo was a boy, he had grown women proposing marriage to him. He could barely walk the streets without being oohed and awed over. In fact, he was so hot that an orchestra conductor saw him in an audience, wrote an entire symphony dedicated to his face, and demanded Bravo stand on stage during the entire performance. And the sad part is, 
Bravo has a simple dream to be an architect. His problem, he's too hot. No one wants to hear him talk about buildings. They just want to talk to him about how hot he is and what it's like to be so hot. There's a really weird theme that crops up a few times in Model Land, which is a character explaining that it's really hard to be hot. I get it. <laughs> Oh my God, there's never been a more like relevant book for Hot and Rich. <laughs> it is hard to be hot. It's really fucking hard. It's so hard. It's really hard to be hot. It's <laughs> That's so. the new catchphrase for Hot and Rich, by the way. It's hard to be hot and rich. <laughs> okay, we have to talk about fucking <laughs> Brooklyn Beckham. He got this tattoo on his on his back and it's so weird it's like he's engaged he's 21 he's 21 he's so young posh and brooklyn beckham he's brooklyn beckham he's david beckham and posh's son he's 21 and he got this tattoo on his back it's giant i mean it's not giant but it's pretty big and it's an an entire love letter that his fiance wrote to him and it's just it's like something that you would read in like a corny instagram post but it's now tattooed forever on his back it says my forever boy, read this anytime you feel anxious. I want you to know how deeply loved you are. You have the kindest heart I've ever met, and I hope I never go a day without your love. I think you're so incredible. Just know we can get through it all together. If you breathe slow and trust, I love you beyond. Love always, your future wifey. That entire letter is tattooed on his back. In cursive. And she ends it by saying your future wifey. And he has the words future wifey on his back forever now. And he's 21. I know he's in love, but he's 21. They're going to break up. And he's going to have your future wifey on his back. And that's a lot of surface area to get lasered off. Nicola Peltz is his fiance. Oh, man. I just like... I. I think I'll be with Jack forever, but even I couldn't get Jack's name tattooed on me. Why not? Remember we got matching tattoos in Thailand? It's true. You know what they say? It says Kenny, our dog's name. Yeah. Because we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. I felt too weird putting Jack's name on me. I felt weird about it. So I was like, I I wouldn't want to do that bullshit anyway. I think it's good to have Kenny's name on it. I like that. You know, even if we ended up breaking up, which we won't, I'll still love that dog forever. I'll always love you know Kenny. I mean? <laughs> it's like, even if we broke up, I, you know, I'll still love the dog. <laughs> but we're never going to break up. Yeah. Right? That's my plan. I mean, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? I don't want to break up. You're the one who you're the one who'd have an advantage out of this. My life will be ruined if we break up. <laughs> and you, did you ever good. see the last? Did you ever see the did you ever see the movie? Um, good. Uh, uh, good. Uh, by the way, to that, I say good. Think, did you ever see the movie The way. Queen of Versailles? Uh, I love the Queen of Versailles. When that man loses all his money and he's just a wretched golem living in like a darkened room and like making everybody leave. Yeah. That's me if you left. Okay. Good. <laughs> I like that power dynamic. <laughs> oh, speaking of dark, dark darkness. 
Yeah. Massimo has been denied release from prison. Why is that dark? Because it's like bad in there. He's in solitary confinement like for months and COVID's raging throughout the Lompoc prison that he's in. So he has to be, you know, house arrested or whatever, go on house arrest. And the, the judge ruled against it. The judge said, although the court is cognizant of the onerous conditions imposed on defendant as a result of the emergency COVID-19 response, he has not established that those conditions alone demonstrate an extraordinary and compelling reason for his release. So he's stuck in he's stuck in prison. You know, I'm I'm anti Massimo, of course. And uh, I, you know, I've heard he's a Trump supporter and I'm sure he's like a total douche. But I think that I'm actually pro him getting I'm pro everybody getting released from prison. I think it's fucked up what's going on in prisons right now. For profit prisons. They're all this is a bad country. Fucked up bad country. Uh anyway, Olivia Jade, she's still back on YouTube, his beautiful daughter. And um you know, she did a makeup tutorial this week and I couldn't bring myself to watch it cuz the last video I watched was so deeply boring, but I am happy for her. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her. Speaking of OJ, OJ got the shot. <laughs> did you see this? Yes, I saw this. OJ got the vaccine before all of you. The guy who he's killed Nicole Brown Simpson. Hey, guess what? He is of age and he did his time. I know. I'm just saying. Well, he didn't do his time because he like got acquitted, but he did some time. He did his time for when he stole the stole the Heisman trophy and he was not guilty in a court of law for stabbing and killing uh, his wife. He didn't do but it. But he did do it. But in according to America, he didn't. No, he did do it. He was funny in the naked gun. He did do it. He's a he's a violent abuser. He I like his custom the juice mask. He's wearing a mask. Okay, so we posted this picture on Twitter. It said, "Get your ma- get your shot. I got mine." And it's him getting the vaccine. He's wearing a mask that says the juice on it. Ridiculous. What an insane world we live in. What an insane fucking world. The guy who killed Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman has gotten the vaccine. I mean, listen, I'm not saying he shouldn't get it. I'm just saying he got it. Don't shoot the messenger, you know? Don't stab the messenger many times. Oh, my God. And her boyfriend, too. I know. Don't forget Ron. Don't forget Ron. Never forget Ron. Gone too soon. Tragic what happened to Ron. I can't believe that fucking policeman killed them and framed him. Shut the fuck up, (laughs) you fucking dick. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry to cuss at you like that. Sorry to cuss at you like that. All right, moving back a little bit. Sorry, I I believe in the American judicial system. No, you don't. So sorry for no, you fucking in the don't. Judicial system. Okay, you're actually like maybe gonna get canceled, and you deserve it. For real? <laughs> Literally for believing in the American judicial system. <laughs> yes. Literally. Anyway, 
Army Hammer's wife, ex-wife, soon-to-be ex-wife, Elizabeth Chambers, has finally chimed in on the cannibal shit. Oh, wow. In the weirdest way. This is very odd. Elizabeth Chambers commented on a Just Jared Instagram post. Because Just Jared did some post that announced that Luca Guadagino, who, who like, he's the guy who directed Call Me By Your Name. He's doing a movie with Timothée Chalamet called, uh, well, I actually don't know what it's called, but it's about cannibalism, which is pretty funny considering Army Hammer is like a cannibal or allegedly a cannibal or whatever. She commented on this post where Just Jared is announcing the movie and they hashtag Army Hammer. She comments on it saying, no, period, words, period. And now all the celebrity gossip tabloid outlets are saying, Elizabeth Chambers breaks her silence on Army Hammer's cannibalism. And I'm like, yeah, I guess she did. But like, this is just an odd choice. It's odd that she commented on this Instagram post saying no words. Like, does she follow just Jared? It's just weird. No words. It's very odd. Okay. Very odd. Very, very odd. Does she know she commented that? I'm almost like, did someone take her phone and do that? It's just odd. It's just odd. Okay. Coco, Courtney. Wait, is Courtney Coco? I forget. Courtney Kardashian is dating Travis Barker. I'm into this coupling. I'm into the couple. They've been friends for a long time and they're dating. They a source confirmed it to Us Weekly this week and said Courtney and Travis are officially a couple. They have been close friends for years and have been dating for a couple months. Travis is very smitten with Courtney and has been for a while. Honestly, I'm into it. This is actually an old picture. This is not from like recent times, but I like them together. I actually think this this is age appropriate. It's a good couple. Like they're kind of you know, combat compat com, compatible levels of fame sort of. What was he in Blink-182? Jack? I have no idea. Travis I actually Barker? don't know who Travis Barker is. I feel like he was in Blink-182. Am I wrong? I I actually genuinely believe that this is a real relationship. You know why? Because he fucking lived like across the street from Courtney. And you know that she doesn't leave Hidden Hills. Oh, wow. Apparently he was the original drummer of the Aquabats. Thanks, Adam Levin, for that trivia. Yeah, I used to be a ska kid, okay? Anyway. Oh, yeah, he almost died in a plane crash. Remember that? Was that him? I don't know. Was that him? I think that was him. Anyway, I this is weird, but Ricky, Ricky Martin has done something to his beard. I think he bleached it. Look at that bleach blonde beard. Like, what is should, up with that? Should the, I do that? Should I do that? What is up with that? <laughs> what, you, what are you doing, Ricky? Pretty funny. I don't think it's like he went gray. I don't think it's white, Like, it, but it's just platinum blonde. 
This is odd. Are you going to do this, Jack? Uh, Maybe I should. That'd be cool. It's very odd. It's a, It's certainly a choice. It's certainly a choice. I mean, listen, Ricky Martin, he's hot. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, you know, this is, I've got nothing to say about this, really, but I saw this paparazzi picture of Dennis Quaid and I thought I would make you all see it too. He's so like, he still has that haircut. He's still got the fucking haircut. You know what I'm talking about? The shaved on the sides, the haircut that like, that like every guy had in 2012, you know what I'm talking about? He's, he's still got that haircut. The like faux hawk, mohawkish, not mohawk, but like, you know, the 2012 haircut. He's still got it. Emo kid hair says Belschniff in the chat. His arms are like really ripped or something, but like skinny. He looks very thin. I'm like, I'm ready to say he's too thin. Eat a sandwich, Dennis Quaid. He's like old guy ripped. He, you know, he does have like that 22-year-old wife or whatever. That's why he always dresses like this. He's in, He really looks like an emo guy from like 2009. He looks, he's got like skinny jeans on. I just think this is an iconic paparazzi moment and I think we should celebrate it. Because he doesn't look bad. He just looks like very specific. Anyway, Halsey is pregnant. She's having a baby with her boyfriend, Alev Aiden. Apparently, she's had three miscarriages, which I just learned about today, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, Halsey's having a baby. She calls it her rainbow baby because that's what you say, you know, when you have a miscarriage and you have a baby afterwards, that's called your rainbow baby. So she's having her rainbow baby. And I'm happy for her. Honestly, I really like Halsey. I think she's beautiful. I think her music's fine. I think she, like, is a, you know, she has activism and stuff. I think Halsey's cool. Right? Is that okay to say that I think Halsey's cool? I'm happy for her. She's a street medic. I like that. She's a street medic. She literally was, like, a street medic during the BLM protests last year. So Halsey, Halsey's good. I like Halsey, and I'm happy that she's procreating with some guy named Alev. I think it's all it's all good. Um, we're gonna end the, we're we're gonna end the show with one last topic, and this is not even like that interesting, but I just think it's weird. Sia is so weird. Like I don't I do not understand Sia at all. Sia is a celebrity that perplexes me I'm fascinated by Sia she's got some weird vibe about her that's like I don't want to say Scientology but like Scientology adjacent or something like it's like there's something weird and toxic about Sia and I don't like get it I don't understand Sia like Sia lives rent free in my mind I'm trying to figure out Sia but I, I don't get it <laughs> Yokama Bunny in the chat says she's a Republican. I'm like, maybe. I don't know. Sia is a mystery <laughs> to me. Anyway, Sia is um 
See ya. Anyway, Sia went on some serious XM show and she talked about how she pays for Maddie Ziegler to have 24 hour security. She said, she said, I provide her 24 hour security because I feel responsible for her ensuing fame. I can tell. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I guess that's fine. I'm not, I don't, have, I don't have a problem with this. I just think it's like you Maddie Ziegler was on a reality show before you made her in your music videos. Like she was already famous. She was on Dance Moms. She was like the star of Dance Moms. And Sia's like, no, no, no. It was me that made her famous. I mean, I guess that's kind of true. But like Jojo Siwa didn't didn't need help. She was also from Dance Moms. I don't know. I think this is weird. There's something weird. I don't know. The Sia and Maddie Ziegler's friendship is weird because obviously like one of them is a child. <laughs> I just think the whole thing is odd. Now she she pays for her 24-hour security, I guess. I'm fascinated. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. There's something, like, I feel like Sia has some psychological thing with Maddie Ziegler where she's like, Maddie Ziegler is me. I am Maddie Ziegler. Like, she projects, I think, I don't know. I have to do more thinking on this, but something feels so weird about Sia and... I just have thoughts and feelings and I can't really like articulate them at the moment, but they just feel weird about it. They just feel weird. <sighs> All right. Let's ask the question that we ask every day on this oh, show. Oh, that classic question. Actually, we have two questions to ask. <laughs> the first question is, is it time to talk about Mindy Kaling's Instagram? <laughs> The What's answer the answer? Is, no, it's not. Not today. The second Adelaide. question we have to ask is, are Zach Braff and Florence Pugh still together? Yes, of course they are. Of course they are. Best couple ever. And he's going to be in a movie with Gabrielle Union where they're married and everyone's mad because they don't think Zach Braff is hot enough to be with Gabrielle Union and actually they're wrong, okay? Because he's really great and hot and we all know that. And they're going to be in Cheaper by the Dozen, the remake. Anyway, ugh, I love Zach Braff and Florence Pugh, best couple ever. Thrilled that Florence Pugh has elevated Zach Braff's career to a point where he's playing opposite Gabrielle Union. You can thank Florence for that. And um, if you want to support the show, subscribe on Twitch subscribe on apple Podcasts. leave a review on apple Podcasts. you can always venmo me a tip at kate dash raft buy our merch we've got merch for sale at uh hot what is it what's our merch it's a uh, um what's uh, our, i think it's Bazizio. hot and rich show.com it works for me hot and rich show.com until next time stay hot and stay rich baby yeah I'm so fucking